This is the Desert Jellies, and you're listening to Shady Pines Radio. Yeah, welcome back, you guys. We did it. Episode number 11, numero 11, uh, Friday in the Fort with Fort Hamilton on your Shady Pines radio. Uh, how was everybody's week? Mine was crazy busy uh, getting all these new interviews together for you guys. Dude, we have got some killer good episodes coming at you in the next several weeks. Tons of record releases, listening parties, uh, and as always, alongside interviews with just some of the most eclectic and artistic and talented and interesting folks you can imagine. And we're venturing out of Portland now for some of this, you guys. Uh, San Francisco, New Jersey, Dallas, Texas, freaking South Africa, you guys. Friday in the Fort, going worldwide. Uh, if you dig what we're doing and you want to support the Fort, <laughs> hashtag support the Fort. Uh, if you want to get that Friday in the Fort with Fort Hamilton punk rock button and some kick-ass Fort Hamilton stickers also, stick them on your bumper, stick them on your butt. Uh... You pop over to uh, forthamiltonband.com and not only check out the latest video uh, from Fort Hamilton for Burning Daylight, but also that's where you, uh, it's super easy to donate to our cause there. Uh, super easy to donate to our cause on the Venmo and the PayPal. It's all on one button called Donate. You just click that shit. Um, or if you really like the radio station, uh, the Shady Pines Radio, and you just can't stand me, uh, you pop on over to Shady Pines Media at Gmail for their Venmo and PayPal uh, stuff. And just support the hell out of those fantastic people. Um, hashtag Shady Pines Radio. Okay, uh, so tonight, you guys, is uh, one of those record release parties that I was just talking about. Tonight in the fort, we proudly feature Desert Jellies from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Home to the Stone Pony, uh, legendary rock club Stone Pony, and a list of bands that would uh, literally take me uh, the whole hour just to rattle off, probably. Um there is clearly something in the proverbial water there in Asbury Park. Uh, now, I don't know how many of you guys played in a band in high school. Uh, not like the marching band or fucking jazz ensemble fifth period, but like a band. Uh, you know, you wrote the music, you wrote the lyrics. Uh, you, it's pretty much all you thought about. You you know, <laughs> disassociate from everyone else or or not. That's maybe how I did it. Or or maybe even in college, uh, how many of you uh, thought y'all were just the cat's potatoes, right? Uh, most weren't. That's why y'all have tech jobs now. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Desert Jellies uh, are better than you. They are cooler than you. They are younger than you. Oldest guy in the band's twenty four. So take that. And goddamn, they play guitar better than you. Uh, their brand new record, while yes, it does uh, have a youthful, uh, very youthful, infectious energy, uh, it's funky. It's funky as shit. It's funky like uh, seasoned funky. Not like uh, Sunday Night Blues Jam funky. Funky, actually fucking funky. So we're going to feature a short interview 
with this incredible young man, Gary, their lead singer and resident shredder uh, over there at the Desert Jellies. And uh, then we shall waste no time in getting to the music on the record release party for uh, Dried Out from uh, Desert Jellies. Uh, So welcome, everybody. It's uh, episode number 11. It's the Desert Jellies and Friday in the Fort. Hello? Hi, is this Gary? Yeah, it's Gary. Gary, what's up, man? This is Steven calling from uh, Friday in the Fort out in Portland, Oregon. How you doing today, man? Good. How's it going? Fantastic, dude. First of all, welcome. Welcome to the Fort. And uh, I have to say, man, I've been checking your record out. Killer record, man. Really great. And uh, that said, uh, you, I think, are maybe so far the youngest attendee of, uh, of the Fort so far. Um, you guys are a young band. Uh, is that right? Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're all in our early 20s. I think the oldest members may be 24. Wow, that is incredible, man! You guys, yeah. oh, what a killer, killer funk band! And so, um, so tell the kids at home you're from New Jersey. Yeah, tell the kids at home where you're from. So, uh, I'm from originally from Brick. Um, most of us are from Brick, actually. Uh, the one, the other guitar player is from uh, currently is in Bradley Beach, from right. the Monmouth County area. Monmouth County, um, yeah, right on. Pretty much all close, all close together. That's great, man. And so, how are you guys? I saw, uh, you know, I was looking around on your on your social medias. I saw you guys were doing a, you did a quarantine jam. Uh, was that the first time you guys had a chance to play together as a band in a while? Or what did you guys, were you, was that a, the recording of this record pretty recently done as well? How'd that go? Uh, so we actually started producing this record back in, I want to say October. We actually, uh, started the recording process. And, Mm -hmm. um, once the coronavirus hit, we kind of took, uh, a couple months off where we were just kind of zooming each other and uh, kind of talking about what we want to do going forward. And then after a couple months, we kind of, you know, once they started easing the restrictions, we kind of just got together, you know, socially distanced jams, I guess. And that's when we came out with the, we started doing some live streams. And uh, right, we actually right. did a, a, a Post Malone cover. We did uh, Circles by Post Malone. We, uh, oh, nice. That was all recorded from home. Oh wow! From man. each of our homes, yeah. It's definitely uh, the the you know the quarantine has definitely kind of pushed the envelope in terms of what it makes. Everybody's kind of figuring out what they're capable of doing from a distance and uh, and stuff like that. Is people don't know how much work goes into something like that. It's a, it's a quite a feat to get it done, man. Well, nice, good on you. Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, okay. There's there's literally so much I want to. I mean. I don't want to take up your whole night, Gary, but I have a whole ton of shit I want to ask you about, man. Because, because, yeah, uh, sure. because, uh, not only because you guys are a young band, not only because uh, you have a really interesting, cool band name, the Desert Jellies. I want to know all about this stuff, but, um, be, you know, we're going to, I'm going to just back it up a little bit here. And uh, so you are a singer guitar player in the band, yes? Yes, uh, the front man and the lead guitar player. Uh, that was my next question. Who's pulling all those guitar solos on this record? You? That's me, yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay. So let me just take a quick speed bump here. Dude, you are a player, man. Like that was I mean, conceptually, this is a really interesting record, man, because you know, it's it's obviously recorded recorded recently. It's it's it sounds big and booming and super modern production, but uh stylistically, man, like you just don't hear kids your age killing the funk first of all, but then there's this other underlying theme of like the cowboy western moonshine, uh, you know, uh, ghost town kind of a thing that's creeping through it, and and all through this, like you are just laying down the hammer 
on that guitar all the way through, man, and it kind of pulls the whole thing together. And I just wondering, was this a concept for the record that you guys had originally, or I mean, who's writing these songs, man? Well, it's kind of a, a team effort on the writing. Um, originally, we did, um, besides the two last songs, uh, Crisis in Motown and Astrowaves, all the other songs, we came up with these characters like Jackie Moon. Yeah. And that's what you see in the intro, the ballad of Jackie Moon. And then uh, Brother Barry is another character. So pretty much Jackie Moon is like, he's just going through this crazy adventure, like, through the desert and God knows where he's going or what he's trying to accomplish. Uh, wow. That's really up to the listener to decide. But really cinematic, man. It, it, it plays like a comic book too. Are you guys comic book guys? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure about the other guys. I don't, I don't, maybe the bass player, Andrew, maybe, um, but I don't really know if they're in comic books, but you know, it was kind of just like one day we were jamming and we were like, when we started uh, coming up with the first couple of songs, we were kind of like, you know, let's let's put a story behind this. You know, let's let's give something like give a, something for the listeners to kind of perceive and like figure out what they want to think about it. Um, really, you know, because we all have different ideas of what the songs are really about, but um, we always like the listener to decide and like kind of take it and make it their own thought. You know. That's cool. You kind of feel that um, group camaraderie sort of writing thing because there's also like, I guess I know your drummer also does some background vocals, but there's these uh, sort of the way they're recorded are sort of like gang vocals, like group vocals, like sort of che like cheering, chanting in the back. It's real sing-alongy, but it also like sometimes uh, doesn't starkly contrast what's going on, but it, I would say enhances the mood of what's going on, but it comes out of left sometimes. And, but you know, it, you get a real sense of, you're, you know, 30 seconds into one of the jams, and you're like, oh, I know where this is headed, and then you don't. You don't. It's just uh, you guys do a, a, the left turn really, really well, man. Um, and I can't wait for people to hear this record. So talk to me about when did you get started playing, I guess, was guitar your first instrument then? Yeah, guitar was my my first instrument that I ever picked up. How old were you when you picked it up? Um, I was probably about 11 and um, I kind of got into it. My father is a great guitar player, and he uh, he kind of showed me. He showed me the basics, got me going, and then uh, you know I got so frustrated I couldn't I couldn't get my head around it. So I ended up stop. I stopped for a couple of years, and then when I was getting into high school, um, you know I met the keyboard player Kyle, and and we said you know I said you know do you play any instruments? He's like yeah, you know I play the keys. I'm like all right, let's jam. And it just kind of took off from there. And we both, I mean, everybody in the band has progressed so much in the six years or seven years that we've been together. Um, yeah. And it's just up until 2017 that we actually started uh, producing music and, and playing live shows. That's, so, that's great, man. You're giving me the whole story. You're answering all my questions. You didn't even know it, man. I wanted to know where you guys met <laughs> and how long you've been playing together, and you're killing it, man. You're just che checking off all my boxes, dude. It's awesome. Um, so you guys all met. You, you definitely had the keyboard player uh, in high school. Is everybody else, you said they're all kind of similar hometown. I, I know what that's like. Kind of Little towns kind of dotted next to each other. So did you guys know each other before you started playing together, or just kind of do meet through Craigslist or friends? or How did, how did you meet everybody else in the band? How did that come together? Uh, so, so I knew uh, Kyle, the key player, and I knew the drummer Matt from high school also. Uh -huh. And um, it, it kind of started out as the three of us, 
and uh, we brought in a bass player that uh, that uh, the drummer knew. Uh-huh. I didn't know him. Uh, he lasted a little bit, and he kind of like went psycho, and like you know, we we kicked him out. <laughs> and uh, we brought in Andrew, who I I knew I was like familiar of him, but I didn't know him until like I didn't start hanging out with him until he came in the band. Uh-huh. But um, the other guitar player, Jake, uh, he came in back in twenty eight. 2017 or 2018 and um we actually got him off of an ad uh for another guitar player and he just right out of the gate you know he you know inspired us with all the funk and and, you know because we were playing soft rock we actually had a whole different name and everything before we became the desert jelly mirage uh, or what was it called i'm sorry the other band yeah it was called Mirage. I was going to say, I thought I saw then. something on your Facebook, Mirage. That right now. Okay, cool. So, and this kid brought the funk. I got to say, I was watching your live stream. He's all over the place. He's a dancer, this kid. He jumps right, his little juggernaut. That's cool. So I can imagine him bringing in the, those, uh, the upbeats, that, uh, that funky guitar, and you guys going, oh, all right, let's do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. He, he, he just, you know, he, he's so creative, and he, uh, you know, our first EP, uh, he actually goes to school for music production or he actually just graduated from Monmouth and uh awesome. he um he we recorded the whole thing in the basement and he mixed it up mastered it so that whole album was was fully uh self-funded and produced wow it sounds um, really big man it sounds yeah. like you paid a lot of money for it so that's good on you guys that's great yeah so that i mean that it's been what it's been about a year since we released that ep so in that year, we just were writing, writing, writing. And then uh, we actually, we have so many different places we went to record <laughs> this new album and, and also some basement stuff too. So this is where I mentioned that Gary actually texted me after this interview and said, hey man, can anyway you could shout out Mike from the Noise Floor NJ studio and John from Studio 609. That's where we recorded most of the record, the new record uh, Wipeout that you guys are about to trip out on. So back to the show. So it's kind of just a big collaboration with like different studios and uh, you know it, self recording. It, it sounds fun. It sounds like a party record. It sounds it has that fun energy. I don't know if it's just because you guys have that youthful, like legitimate youthful energy. It's not just like somebody faking it. But uh, you, you it, it sounds like a party record. I, I was making notes to myself as I was listening through, and I wrote the words party record. It just rocks. That's one of the things you can you can focus in on because it's so interesting, because of like the different themes that happen. Uh, it's super interesting listen, but it's also so funky uh, that you can kind of just put it on in the background and like hang at the barbecue. And it's also one of those great records, man. So, um, but so, so that's cool. So, and it is funky, but I want to talk real quick. Let's back it up a little bit um, because you're such a great guitar player, man. I'm interested in your, uh, your influences and, and I know you're a young man and your dad and all that stuff, but who were some of the bands that you were listening to when you started writing songs, man? So when I first started, um, I was actually a huge Beatles fan. Right on. So believe it or not, you can't, you couldn't tell in my guitar playing because I, you know, I've kind of moved on from that. But the Beatles, for sure. A um, couple years later, I I found Pink Floyd and, and David Gilmore's crazy bluesy solos and just atmospheric tones. And uh, and are you a Strat guy too? Re- he, he, I'm sorry. Are you a Strat guy too, like Gilmore? Do you play a Fender Strat? Is that your guitar? Yeah, I actually I have a I have a black Strat just like he had. Right on. Uh, that's my main guitar, but um, he was definitely a big one. And then, of course, you got the you know the Jimi Hendrix and the Eric Clapton and 
and uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and guys like that that really got my uh, attention, like B.B. King and, and, you know, Buddy Guy, all those guys. That's just, great, man. It's kind of a, like I, kind of a classic rock into a... This. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Don't let me cut you off, man. Go ahead. Keep rolling. No, you're fine. Um, like, I started doing this, like, crazy whammy bar stuff, and, like, I, I learned a lot of that from Jeff Beck. Oh, yeah. And, like, Jeff Beck's first record, uh, when I first listened to his first record, Blow by Blow, like, I was just blown away of how, like, funky and groovy it is. It's and, like, he, he got me started on the whammy bar stuff and, like, the volume, turning up and down the volume all, like, oh, yeah. solos and He's a real insane. master of that, man. That volume ride. He's uh, yeah. incredible, dude. Yeah. Uh, and he only got weirder and more funky and, like, you know, just more experimental. And now there's you know, nothing he can. He's, you know, he's, he's you know, obviously one of the legends. So you started sort of a classic rock uh, vein and then kind of moved into the more guitar hero thing. And um, so now I see you guys. Are you, is that, I saw a gig on your Facebook. Is that something that's upcoming? Like uh, Long Branch or Branch Filler or somewhere is that coming up? Or is that did already happen? What is it? Uh, I thought I saw a gig coming up. I'm wondering, like, what kind of bands you play with when you guys play gigs? So we're we're good buddies with a lot of locals around here um, in the Asbury Park scene. Um, oh, right on. You know, bands like uh, Judo Chop, and uh, yeah, we're good buddies with this band. They're not a band anymore, but they're called the Dead Ramblers. They're freaking awesome. Uh, Super duper. You know a lot. And there's a lot of bands that we, we play with, mainly like rock and, uh, you know, like not necessarily funk because there hasn't been many funk rock bands that, that I know that we've played with, but um, mainly just like rock bands that we play with, you know, garage rock, stuff like that. So the scene, the scene in Asbury Park in New Jersey is still alive and well, in other words. There's still tons of bands down there and doing their thing. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, obviously not at this point in time, but right, right. before the the pandemic, you know, it was it's so alive and well, and and everybody's got the the live streams going. Right. Like, um, uh, Jared Clemens, he's a big name in Asbury Park. Okay. Um, his father is uh, Clarence Clemens uh, oh, from the E Street Band. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, he has something called the uh, Music Mondays, and he has uh local bands and artists from Asbury all over the state and they do a, a live stream event every Monday. Um, so, so that's cool. fun. I always tune into that. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, even though the pandemic's hitting hard, it's still alive and well. And I'm sure when it's all over, it's going to, we're going to go back to playing shows and, and, you know, bringing people out for a good time. You definitely are, man. You are definitely going to be one of those bands that, you know, and that's the thing people, God, people are so bummed out in the lockdown and people don't know what to do with themselves and they're protesting and they're rioting in the streets and they're looting shit and sending shit on fire. People need hope. They need some kind of positive uh, movement, whatever that looks like for people. And you guys uh, are going to be, I guarantee, one of the lights in 2020. There's just the kind of music you make and the energy you put into it uh, is going to be kind of infectious. I, I, I certainly hope so. Um, I, I'm enjoying the hell out of the record and... Um, I can't wait to play it after this where people are going to lose their shit, man. Well, um, yeah. that's cool. Um, we got a couple of minutes left um, before we wrap it up and we get into your record, dude. I can't thank you enough for doing this. But before we go, um, give me uh, two quick things, if you could. Um, actually, let's call it three quick things. Um, a, I um, tell the kids where they can find you online. 
uh, all the, the the dot coms and the and the Facebooks and all and all that stuff. And then secondly, um, I the I this show the intention of this show is to kind of shine a light on on uh, the communities we create around the local live music thing. So even though you just blew through a shit ton of awesome bands that I have to go Google now uh, from your from Jersey, um, shine a light on something that you're loving right now or something you found in quarantine or a band that you think needs a little exposure uh, other than yourself. So tell me about your Facebook and or whatever, and then tell me about something else that you're loving right now in the quarantine, please. Yeah, sure. So pretty much we're on Facebook and Instagram are the main two. Uh, Facebook is at Desert Jellies NJ and Instagram is also at Desert Jellies NJ. Uh, you know, I think we may have a website we're currently working on uh, that's not officially done yet. Uh, oh. So, you know, we can get that out. Um, but as far as that goes, that's pretty much it. Facebook and Instagram. I like, we like to keep it simple and, you know, try to grow the fan base, you know, one right on, I guess you could say. Sure. Uh, uh, as far as that we're apparent right now, uh, the, the band that I'm here, Judo Chop, uh, they just released a new single. Like, they are just tearing it up. Those guys, those guys are great. We played uh, a couple of shows with them. Um, we actually hosted a, a, a music festival uh, right down the street from us last year in July. We called it Jelly Fest. Nice. Uh, we had Judo Chop, a couple other bands played. Uh, it was just insane. It was a great time, and, and they are tearing it up, and they deserve to be heard for sure. Nicely for sure. done, man. Well, that's exactly what this is for, man. Well, well good on you, man. Take care of yourself, and thanks again for, for doing this. We appreciate you. Yeah, thanks a lot. No problem. Can't wait to uh, have your fans listen. All right on, man. Have a great night. Talk to you soon. All right, you too. Bye. All right, thanks. Bye.